Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, or whatever it is, wherever you are. This is Elf One, and I didn't explain why I call myself Elf One, but we can do that afterwards if you want. Um, so I'm just here and doing the new podcast, I think we're on episode 13, and this evening I have two guests, and there's just me doing the waffling on this side. So who do we have this evening? Um, we have Vicky Peacock. And Sue Greenwood. And you are? We're here, from... because? <laughs> <laughs> we're from 500 Together, which... Yeah, you can say what it is. Okay, so 500 Together is a Sheffield-based fundraising group that's a bit different to your normal fundraising. Um, our plan is to help everyday causes and help uh, people who uh, need some sort of support immediately. And what we're trying to do is get together um, lots of people to put in one pound into a pot a week, and then anyone from that group can nominate where it goes to. So an organisation, an individual, or a charity and um, then successful nominees can be the beneficiary of up to £500 either in um, form of support or in form of money, whatever kind of suits the need at the time. The man with the most booming voice in the world just entered the pub. Um, so, so, to get this straight then, so you are looking for people to sign up to this cause that's already underway. So when did the plan begin? So we and how and why? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we started ours in September, and it, it's come about because I have been part of similar groups. Um, the, well, the original idea came from the actor Joe Sims, who was in Broadchurch, and he decided that seeing sort of suffering that was going on and sort of need that there was in his community, he thought it would be a good idea to try and get 500 people each putting a pound in. Then every week they would have £500 to give to somebody who just could do with it. So he set his up. Um, and then I heard of another one called 500 Acts of Kindness that was in Manchester, that was run by Judy Hesbondale. She was also in Broadchurch. And, and Coronation Street. And Coronation Street, sorry, yeah. Um, We're not famous. And, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I was part of her one. And... I've just found it an astonishing thing that you'd give your pound every week and every week you would hear this extraordinary story of where the £500 had gone that, that time and it sort of opened my eyes to the level of need there is and how a little thing like the £500 that can be given can make a huge difference to somebody's life. And so they've helped um, refugee families, young, some young people whose parents had died and they had to help them fund the funeral or people who'd had their bikes stolen and you know, that was their way of getting to work. And so a whole range of different causes um, are just helped out and, and it's so very simple. And so I got a lot out of just being a small part of this group and thought I'd quite like to set my own up here in Sheffield um, to, to recreate it. Because it's the Help Sheffield podcast, is it Sheffield specific or <laughs> not it matters, but just wonder? It is um, Sheffield. I mean, it doesn't necessarily. If we do have members who aren't in Sheffield and so if they were to... I was going to boo there. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, well, I, I don't want to say that it would never be outside Sheffield, but because of the nature of us being in Sheffield, the majority of our members are in Sheffield, and so therefore we do have definitely a Sheffield slant to it, um, that the nominations we're expecting to get will be in Sheffield. And they have been so far. Yes. Yeah. 
just something that I thought about that I've done wrong on previous podcasts is generally ask people where they can find you on social media at the end of the programme. And I'm not sure if everybody ever gets that far. But I thought, while I'm here, I'll just ask in the middle to see where people can find out more information if this is required in the future. Okay, so Facebook is 500 Together. Instagram is at Sheffield 500 Together. Twitter is at we are with a capital R 500 together and then we've also got a website as well but you're probably best off getting that off one of the other um, social media so there's a public Facebook page that is 500 together that anybody can look at and then we also have a closed private Facebook group for people who have set up their standing order to get the more specific information that we might have but at the moment every every post is shared on the public group as well so that people who are just interested can have a look and see what they make of us and whether they do want to then sign up and give us their pound a week. So currently you're basically looking for people to sign up for a pound a week. Your aim is to get to 500 or do you have a plan? We would love to get to 500 but we're now on 90 and so with which, and a few people do give more than a pound and so we're pretty much on near enough 100 pounds coming in a week so the nice thing about that is that we'll be able to do a giveaway every month okay. um, but it would be nice to get you know the more we have the more regularly we can give so, a, give our money away okay um so i've signed up so there's an elf one some other people have signed up and i think you're saying the most successful sort of way to get this going has been by word of mouth so hence why we're here possibly recording a podcast if that's what we indeed we're doing um so what's um success stories have you had so far if that's one of a better word so you've given away five lots of money? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We have, yeah. So um, I think our first one was somebody who um, was known to a local food bank um, who'd lost his job, was unwell and um, had been rehoused, but rehoused in a flat that was empty apart from, I think he managed to get a mattress off the street and um, possibly a chair. He got a chair. So our money was given buy the food bank to him to buy a cooker and a fridge and uh, so that's what happened and that that's uh, and then Vicky also gave some shelving that she was chucking out at the time so that was just a way of immediately being able to step in with the use of our 500 together money to help this bloke in a moment of need and so that he had some kind of essentials to live. And I went to see him in his flat when I took him I took him some drawers and these shelves and you know, he'd made his house so nice and was so grateful just for having had those extra bits and pieces that we were able to provide for him. Um, and we we gave him we put two hundred and fifty pounds towards that, a little bit less than that in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and that was what he used to with the help of the food bank to to get some second-hand equipment and you know just made a massive difference to him just before Christmas as well so that he was all set up to um, sort of move move on in, in his new house. And another early one we did was to assist which is a Sheffield charity for asylum seekers and um, so we ju- that was a kind of organisation one so um, kind of demonstrating that we it's whatever our, our members nominate we then have a core team that, that looks at the nominations but it can be to organizations or individuals or families because the third one was to a family yes so we had a, a lady who heard i don't that. need to be doing this interview <laughs> <laughs> just doing it amongst themselves it's great 
<laughs> Sorry. Her husband, <laughs> no, a lady whose husband had died, he'd tragically been killed in a motorbike accident, and um, and she was quite well known in her community for helping out other people, fa- fam- refugee families who were struggling. She'd cook meals for them, and uh, and it was coming up to Christmas, and so we were aware that she, as a family, her and her three children, didn't have very much either, and so we um, were able to give them some. Uh, supermarket vouchers in fact went to Morrison's to buy them and um, told them the story and they then put together a lovely hamper of additional things um, that she could share with the refugee families that she was going to be catering for over Christmas um, and and her own family. Yeah and that was the amazing thing wasn't mm. it so there's the kindness that came from our group from 500 Together got her some supermarket vouchers Mm. and part of her uh, way of using those was to help others around her who she knew were either going to be on their own at Christmas or were refugees who were really struggling as well as kind of having some nice stuff for her and her fa- food to eat for her family on Christmas Day so it's kind of like the, the kindness multiplied mm. didn't it? Yeah. yeah Which was yeah. an amazing thing to, to be part of. Mm. Yeah. So one of the latest ones that we've done is um, for a young person who um, found themselves disowned by their family and friends um, and got into quite a difficult situation so they've um, set up a new life started studying but had no sort of support network and nobody to help them so we were able to give them £250 which I think they're going to use for things like that. Some, some prescriptions yeah. because they're now over the age of getting free prescriptions and so that was something that they may well not have followed through with um, and I think almost more than anything they've fed back to say it was a, a boost just to not feel quite so isolated and alone that although the family had disowned them they then um, had a bit of support from a bunch of strangers who didn't know them at all yeah nice to get support from strangers yeah. I find yeah. um, I don't really support anybody I just do tweeting um, and then your final one we've got one more of you yeah we've done so far the final one is a sh- local Sheffield um, charity called Gold Digger Trust who work with vulnerable young people who might be struggling with mental health issues self-esteem issues and they were nominated by one of our members whose daughter had used their services and as a family they benefited and so we wanted to support them because they run a lot of courses and are struggling to maintain them because of the lack of funding that they have and the huge demand that there is in, well everywhere for, for, for mental health services so we've given them some some money as well, which they're going to use towards continuing their their courses for maintaining the self-esteem of some of these young people. So they are very grateful at Gold Digger as well for for us for, for us as a local fundraising unit to have found them and supported them a bit. So let me get straight then. So obviously you know I've signed up, so um, I get how the theory works. But for the people who are listening. Um, you are asking people to go onto your social media where the details can be found or on your website beautifully made by one of you I believe yeah. um, <laughs> um, and there are details on there and the idea is to set up a standing order to pay £1 per week um, on a Monday which goes into a central fund and then what happens to that pound there after what's your process of 
working out who to give the money to and who makes the decisions as to how that works. Okay, so the so it's a, it's a business account, and so the reason about a standing order, just to clarify that, is so that it can't be, we can't ever change that. Standing orders are very much in the control of the payee that you set up how much you want to spend each month. So if you put that for a pound, that will never change and we won't ask for any more than that. Um, and so the money builds up and our aim is to build it up to £500. And when it starts to approach that, we will put a message out on Facebook or email, however we're getting in touch with people. Um, to remind you that you can send in nominations and so anybody who's paying in can nominate somebody that they've come upon who could just do with that amount of £500 or, or, or less and then send the nominations in to us and then there's a team of five of us who look at them and vote essentially on, on which one we think we, we can support. And we're just a bunch of ordinary Sheffield people, so we've got two... There's no such thing. Well, roughly ordinary. Well, Sheffield people, yeah. therefore, above ordinary. Come on. So there's two, <laughs> two, of course, yeah. Two civil servants, um, a clinical psychologist, uh, a health researcher and a carer. That's all in a century. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, that, that's us, basically. And, I mean, if people wanted to join and get involved in that core group, they can as well. There's no kind of, like, bar to that. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> there is no bar to that. No. Um, and so, so we might look at it on, you know, level of urgency of need as well and to see who might need it. We'd hope never to say no to anybody, so it might be that if we can't give it on that occasion, we can remember it for future times yeah. and give it then. But if it's somebody that really needs it, that, that, kind of that they would, they would sort of jump of up. Yeah. If I remember rightly, when I spoke to Joe Sims, Broadchurch, Baldhead on Twitter, I think he's handled Joe Sims some other, um, he said that they've got a spreadsheet, so they've got an ongoing thing. So if you've nominated once, you don't have to re-nominate, but other people may... You'll not go to this point of the Well, got we to haven't, but it. what we are thinking is that we would ask people to... to potentially re-nominate so we would we would remember them at this stage we can remember what has been nominated because yeah. we're quite early but what I'm conscious of is that sometimes needs change and so if a nomination has come in that isn't needed anymore um, <laughs> um, isn't needed anymore then obviously we wouldn't want to be considering that if then we go and say we, we've, you know, we were going to give the money to your cause and then they say well actually we've reached our target or somebody else has stepped in so I would go first re having the nominations being resubmitted if they're still sort of relevant, really. whatever. Yeah. Okay. And, and the other thing I was going to ask although you were going to say something there that I, I was just going to you. say that Gold Digger Trust is an example of one that we went back to so that was nominated in one of the earlier rounds and um, then in the later rounds when we had fewer nominations but we thought we still had some we still had a bit of cash we thought we'll go back to that and that's that's how that came about so at the moment because it's early days we can remember exactly every single one that's okay. been nominated but later on we'll, we'll do that recording so is it the case that at this point you have had five nominations and you've given five lots of money out not of quite not quite no. okay so, so there's some other people that are okay i think maybe one yes yeah, yeah. okay so anybody who signs up puts their one pound in a week can nominate a charity-worthy cause, an individual family, yeah. or whatever money they think they would be useful for them. Yeah. And there's no ground, no rules to that? This could be absolutely anything, or...? 
it's all considered, obviously. Yeah, it's more, all considered. The more, yeah. um, I don't want to use the word, but I'm going to use it worthy yeah. of the cause, the more likely it is to get paid, I suppose. Um, yeah, and, and I think we would avoid anything that uh, had too much, you know, somebody who looked like they had a lot of support around them already, potentially. So I, I'm thinking of something like a, I don't know, a crowd. A, some of the other groups I've I paid to, they've they've sort of had people wanting money putting into a crowdfund, for example, and they have sometimes done it depending on the situation. But by and large, they have sort of said, well, that already looks to have quite a large body of support behind it. Yeah. And so, it might be that if they've got stuck and they just need a bit of a boost to reach their target, that might get whatever it is they're looking for. Then they might. If they've got a bit of extra, they might have put some money into it. But things we're looking more to support smaller, to more, more smaller niche kind yeah. of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if anybody's listening to this and have heard of um, Sheffield Soup, um, that's a venture that's sort of I suppose it's similar to yours in a way, but has a live event involved with it. Um, so if you're familiar with Sheffield Soup, you turn up, I think you pay a fiver to get in. They have um, four people who pitch their projects or their charitable requirements, needs or whatever it might be, and then the audience votes for the winner and the winner takes the door entry fee. So if you're familiar with that concept, it's basically that concept but without a live event on top of it. Having said that, you are thinking, are you thinking about yeah, going to Sheffield yeah. Soup? Okay, do you remember when it is because I've forgotten. <laughs> it is on the 27th of February, Thursday okay. 27th, at the Crucible, I believe. Okay, so yeah. yeah, so there's a live event, so we'll promote that while we're there. So if you do like the idea of this and want to get involved in something similar, then um, I think you two are going to pitch or yeah. apply to yes. pitch on Definitely that event. Definitely going to do that. We're also going to be bringing some food which is part of what they call the bribery. Okay. <laughs> and that means we will definitely get a one minute, a chance to do a one minute pitch. Um, so that should be good. I mean, I suppose the only difference I'd say about that and them and us is that... Fighting talk coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Sheffield Soup is open to entrepreneurs and new businesses and small businesses, as well as charities and okay. organisations. Yeah. So, so our, ours is definitely focused on kind of people organizations charities in need of some, okay. a boost but, from us but yeah the concept yeah, the, the is similar, very similar yeah. 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 Um, okay i'm gonna pause so obviously as you mentioned sort of um for certain people in the country um and certain people in sheffield times can be difficult and people do choose to already give to charities that already exist. Obviously there's a lot of charities, a lot of people needing money out there. What would you say sort of sets this apart to what is going on in the world already? Um, well, I think one of the different things about this is A, it's a pound a week um, that we're asking for and we won't come asking for any more than that. But also I like the fact that you get to hear where your money, exactly where your money has gone and it's gone directly to somebody in, in need there's no sort of red tape there's no um, expenses there's no, it doesn't go it, it comes to us and we give it away mm. and I so I'm part of two other groups that um, that do this the, the one in Manchester and another one in Liverpool and and every week when I get the email that comes through to tell me where who's received the money that week it's just uh, it's just lovely you know it's it, but it's heartbreaking to hear the story but it's lovely to feel that you've made a tiny little part of 
of often changing somebody's life around. You know, it might have stopped them being evicted if their, you know, their benefits have been got delayed or something. That was one of the examples that, that they sometimes supported. And it's just helped them pay somebody pay the rent that month, and they've managed to turn things around and they're yeah. back on their feet again. And you know, for my pound, which you know, I'm lucky enough not to notice a pound a week going out, mm-hmm. and realizing that that pound can just make such a huge difference. Yeah, and I think that's a lovely thing about it. And it's the speed as well that we can do stuff. So, bigger charities are great and they do brilliant work, and we wouldn't want them to stop doing that. But I think we're kind of like a, a niche in that we can we can hear about people who need some help, and we can act on that really quickly and get the uh, money or the support to them um, in days basically there's nothing there's no kind of red tape stopping us it's all voluntary so 100% of what's donated goes back out there to people who need it so there's it's quite a simple model and I think that also is what's different about it so I think what you've explained has um, given me a good background, not that I didn't know it before this podcast, but given a good background for the people who are hopefully listening to this. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add in terms of anything? So obviously we mentioned the social media, so people know where to find you. We mentioned how it works, we mentioned who it works for. Um, just to clarify that everyone that you've given money to so far, there has been the story on your social media, so people can see where their money is going. If anybody was thinking it might just someone that's not got the story out there the idea I suppose like you said the story of it is um, getting the idea out there saying this is the person who's benefited from the money I suppose in certain circumstances has per one of the stories there um, it's not always applicable to sort of mention who everybody is but rest assured that someone who needed the money got the money I suppose definitely yeah yeah and I think um, going on the Facebook's page 500 together has all the stories on it that people can have a look at and I think it's worth remembering that this, the, the nominations come from people who are paying in their pound so it's a, it's a membership group and so people are giving us their pound trusting us with that and then we're listening to where they think the money should go. Yeah and it's, um, it's the only one in Sheffield so it's unique in that sense and I mean just to have a look at what we're doing and, and see what you think and, and join and us yeah of course yeah ask any questions about how we run it or anything about um, well whatever it'd just be great to hear from people and get engaged in it um, we've got our Facebook group so that's a really good place. Instagram, if you're on Instagram, and just also side note, the person who <laughs> <laughs> this is like a preordained thing where we had a little conversation about what we'd like to introduce yeah. to the next part of the podcast, and now we're going to do it. It's the giggling. Carry on. Okay, so the Instagram account is run by uh, someone who actually lives in London, but big um, smoke down south. Yeah, trains coming out really quickly in about forty years' time. Yeah, she might move back to Sheffield one day, but she did used to live in Sheffield. But the amazing thing is she found out about um, 500 together from us and then she wanted to get involved and give something back to Sheffield and she's doing an amazing job running Instagram and just getting it out to a different perhaps different demographic to other social media yeah yeah and that's what it's about is kind of making sure that we spread the word about it through all those different channels and so and then Instagram we've got someone in London running that for us then Vicky pretty much runs the Facebook page and then I just kind of waffle at people during the day so did the website though 
Yeah, oh yeah, the website, yeah. Uh, yeah. As long as you yeah. remember you did yeah. the website. Yeah. Yeah. I, as I understand it, I see a um, yes. shining moment of your um, oh, wow. website in Korea. I go that far, but, yeah. <laughs> so, um, thank you very much. No, thank um, you. Any thank final you. notes? Um, no, no, just look us up and see what you think and join us. It'd be okay. great to have you. I already have. Um, so I don't know when the next podcast will be. I don't know what it'll be about. If you've got someone who think wants to come on this, I fancy it being interviewed. It doesn't have to necessarily be an interview. I might just waffle on my own for the next one because I'm quite good at that. Um, but yeah, give us a shout. And that was the Help Sheffield podcast, episode 13. Goodbye.